This is a podcast from the Business Times. Welcome to Property BT, a podcast series by the Business Times. I'm senior correspondent Leslie Yi, and I'll be your host as we gather insights on all things Singapore property to help you in your property investment journey. Singaporeans are known to like to complain. Perhaps we will meddle if complaining were a sport in the Olympic Games. Still, doubtless, many things have become much more expensive these days. A cup of kopi at the coffee shop, the cost of one's grab ride, the cost of vegetables at the market, and so on. Possibly, topping the list of expensive items for many people is a home. The government is doing plenty to make sure new built-to-order or BTO flats built by the Housing and Development Board or HDB are affordable and accessible for many people. But market forces play a key role in determining prices of HDB resale flats. And some HDB resale flats are very pricey. Over a million Singapore dollars each, even $1.2 million. Why are there million-dollar flats being transacted? Who buys such units? Are such buyers crazy? Let's get insights from Christine Sun, Senior Vice President of Research and Analytics, Orange TNTI. 370 resale flats were sold for a million dollars in 2022. The majority of these million-dollar flats are located in mature estates, with the highest number in the central area, Bishan, Topayo, Bukit Merah, Queenstown, Amokyo, Kalangwangpo and Clementi. The data shows that buyers are willing to pay top dollar for well-located flats in the city fringe or at the heart of the downtown core. Some million-dollar flat purchases are couples or singles in their 30s to 50s, working as top executives in private firms or the public sector. These people do not mind paying top dollar for well-located resale flats as they perceive connectivity and convenience to be crucial when choosing a home. Others feel that these flats can yield attractive rental returns in the long term. Other buyers are either downgraders from private properties or former on-block homeowners who have collected a huge sum of money from the latest collective sales. Many of these buyers consider these flats affordable when compared to private properties. For instance, the median price of a three-bedroom private condo in the core central region can cost around $2.8 million, while a similar-sized unit in the city fringe can cost more than $2.2 million. For a new mass-market condo, the unit can cost more than $1.8 million now. Sounds like buyers of million-dollar HDB homes may be perfectly sensible people. As Christine points out, buyers of such HDB homes include high-income earners, on-block beneficiaries, and downgraders from private homes. Indeed, there's a wide pool of eligible buyers of HDB resale homes, and a pricey HDB home is cheap versus a condominium unit nearby. Thus, I argued in a recent column in the Level Ground in the Business Times that it makes good sense for some buyers to pay lofty prices when buying a sought-after HDB resale home. Let's hear what Dr. Tan Ti Kun, Country Manager Singapore Property Guru, has to say about whether it makes sense from a financial viewpoint to splurge on buying a resale HDB home and the demand outlook for million-dollar HDB resale homes. Post-pandemic and the evolution of work have sparked a shift in consumer buying behaviour. Our consumer sentiment study in the first half of 2022 found that 42% of Singaporeans expected greater demand for larger homes post-pandemic. Space is becoming an increasingly important factor for home seekers. In fact, 70% of HDB resale transactions 
are the bigger flat types, four, five room and executive HDB flats, which are no longer in construction. Comparatively, it is more affordable than paying for a new three-bedder condominium unit, which will easily cost more than two million for the same floor area. Yet these million dollar HDB flat transactions aren't the norm and only made up approximately 1.5% of overall transactions in HDB resale market. They are likely to continue to emerge due to the scarcity of certain flat types that are no longer offered by HDB. However, their demand could be affected by the 15-month wait-out period imposed. Hmm, pay that million dollars or more for the privilege of getting more space with some premium older HDB flats makes plenty of sense. After all, if family members work or study from home, they may need more space so that people do not get in each other's way. Sales of HDB homes that cost over a million dollars make the news rather often these days, and such stories are generally well-read. Fortunately, for potential home buyers, million-dollar HDB flat transactions are hardly the norm. They account for a tiny share of the total number of HDB resale flat transactions, as Dr. Tan points out. So for the many HDB flat owners out there, please, do not assume your home can be worth a cool million dollars or more. But if your flat has the right attributes, you could be sitting pretty on a million dollar asset. Let's hear from Orange Tea's Christine Sun on attributes that will get an HDB flat to fetch over a million dollars in the resale market. More than 75% of million dollar flats are non-standard and many of these flat models have been discontinued for many years. Perhaps the rarity of such flats plays a significant role in commanding such high prices, just like good-class bungalows in the private home segment. Some million-dollar flats are DBSS units, mezzanets, terraces, premium apartments or premium apartment lots. The value of these million-dollar flats lies in their big living spaces, which are no longer offered under the current BTO exercises. For example, some HDB terraces and mezzanets are extremely spacious, spanning up to 280 square meter, equivalent to three four-room flats combined. For smaller million-dollar flats between 90 and 110 square meter, a combination of superb views and prime location compensate for the shortfall in big living spaces. Most of the smaller million-dollar flats are at the HDB project at Pinnacle at Duxton, which has stunning views of the central business district and the city skyline. Other million-dollar flats are similarly high-rise, about 70%, were at least 16 storeys, half of which were above 30 storeys. Nine flats were between 49 to 51 storeys, which are considered extremely rare even for a place like Singapore, which is renowned for its high-rise architecture and ample skyscrapers. I think Christine is spot on. Some HDB flat types are rare and very spacious, such as mesonets and terraces. Hence with scarcity, prices are high. Also, great locations and great views of HDB units on high floors in the city area can achieve pricing exceeding a million dollars in the resale market. Still to come, thoughts on buying resale instead of BTO and the risks of land lease decay. 
Market Focus is your weekly look at markets in Singapore, the region, and beyond. From the Business Times podcast editor Clarissa Montero, the BT News Desk and the Singapore Exchange. Every Friday at 2 p.m. Go to bt.sg podcasts to download. And now, back to Property BT from the Business Times. We have talked about why buying a million-dollar HDB resale home can be a great decision for some home buyers and what attributes will help an HDB home fetch premium pricing in the resale market. For some people, securing a desirable BTO unit can be difficult. Sure, BTO units are sold at subsidised prices, but hey, why not skip the lottery effect involved in trying to get a good BTO unit as well as the wait of several years for the unit to get built and buy a dream HDB unit in the resale market instead? Let's hear what Leonard Tay, Head of Research, Knight Frank Singapore, has to say on whether young couples should skip the BTO market and go straight for a million-dollar HDB resale flat instead. At present, the decaying lease does not have as much of an effect on HDB resale values as compared to location. Older, established, mature estates appear to be the ones with the highest resale median prices due to their location based on the latest available Q3 2022 data from HDB, the highest median resale prices for five-room flats were in Queenstown, Bukit Merah and Topayo, while among four-room flats, the highest median resale prices were in Queenstown, Kalang and Bukit Merah. However, the decaying lease will eventually begin to have an impact on prices when the age of a HDB flat surpasses 40 years. This would translate to a remaining lifespan of about two generations of 30 years each. But the real test would be when flats are more than 50 years old with 30 to 40 years left on the land lease, signaling about one generation span of 30 years remaining. It is likely that at this point, the resale value would be impacted. Although an elderly couple might still be content to live in such a home for the remainder of their lives. Leonard is right to point out that there are fairly decently priced 4-room and 5-room HDB resale units available in numerous HDB towns. Given a slowing economy and potential job market uncertainties, it is important that young couples be financially prudent. Do not sail too close to the wind when it comes to one's finances especially with a big-ticket purchase, such as that of a home, which may entail taking up a multi-year loan. At another end of the spectrum, I know of some older private home owners who have traded their private homes for a choice HDB resale unit. And I think these people are happy with their decisions. They get a good HDB home, spacious, well-located and well-maintained, and pay reasonable management fees. At the same time, they get substantial cash for investing to fund retirement needs. However, a wait-out period now applies for private home owners as well as former private home owners who buy an HDB resale flat. The wait-out period will not apply to people aged 55 and above who move from their private property to a four-room or smaller resale flat. Let's get insights from Dr. Tan, a property guru, on the impact of the wait-out period. HDB introduced a wait-out period of 15 months for private property owners who intend to sell 
their properties and wish to purchase a HDB flat from 30th September 2022. The wait-out period is intentionally targeted at moderating demand for HDB resale flats. So it is no coincidence that HDB resale transaction volume in the fourth quarter of 2022 dipped by 12.6%. From 7,546 cases in the third quarter 2022 to 6,597 in the fourth quarter 2022. I would reckon that some private property owners could have shelved their plans to sell their current properties and explore other accommodation alternatives. Those 55 years and above are not affected by this new rule and they could consider purchasing four-room or smaller HDB flats. That said, the 15-month wait-out period is a temporary measure which could be reviewed depending on overall demand and market changes. Dr Tan points out the wait-out period has affected the volume of resale flat transactions and perhaps caused some private homeowners to rethink their plans to move from private to public housing. It can be troublesome to lease a home in between moving from one's private home to an HDB resale home. And the home rental market is red hot, so leasing a home can be a rather costly affair. Still, despite the wait out period, transactions of million dollar HDB homes has bounced back in January versus November and December, with an aging population and more people seeking to be self sufficient for their golden years. Expect some private property owners to continue going for sought after million dollar HDB homes. But there's risk involved in paying princely sums for HDB resale homes. In an on-dock process, you may not get what you deem to be a good price for your home. Crucially, there's the issue of land lease decay. New HDB homes typically come with 99-year land leases. When the land lease runs down to zero, one's flat may be worth nothing. Based on a table used by the Singapore Land Authority, a home with 20 years of land lease outstanding may be worth 50% of that of one with 99 years of land lease outstanding. A 40-year leasehold home is worth about 71% of that of a 99-year leasehold home. Let's hear from Knight Frank's Leonard Tay on the risk of land lease decay. Housing preference and choices vary from couple to couple. Young couples can also look to the HDB resale market for their first homes, relying on less expensive units in less popular areas and on government grants. Many HDB towns have median resale prices of under $1 million. Among four-room flats, 18 out of 26 HDB towns have median resale prices below 600000 while half of HDB towns, 13 out of 26, have five-room resale prices under $700,000 in Q3 2022. There is housing diversity in Singapore, and not every family needs to rely on BTO units as a first home. Many families can and have taken the resale route. However, not everyone needs nor has the financial means to afford a million-dollar HDB home. Young couples at the early stage of their careers should consider more affordable options, even if these are not in the best of locations. After all, the government has promised that by 2030, 8 in 10 households will live within a 10-minute walk of an MRT station. Million-dollar HDB homes 
are more likely to be purchased by downgrading households and perhaps couples who are fortunate enough to have parents recycling capital through their children. Before coughing up a million dollars for that centrally located, spacious HDB home with gorgeous views, do consider the risk of land lease decay. This issue could come to the fore when more flats in popular estates go past their 50-year mark. Buying a home can be exciting. With a new home comes new possibilities. Owning a home can be rewarding. One gets a sense of security. But home buying decisions are never easy. There are many practical, investment and emotional considerations involved. Depending on your circumstances and the HDB home you are eyeing, you may not be crazy to boldly stump up 1.2 million Singapore dollars. Who knows, some HDB resale flats may continue to set record prices going forward. After all, some unit types do not feature in new builds anymore. Also, many centrally located new HDB flats are being built under the prime location public housing model, where more restrictions apply in the resale market. If you're looking for a sought-after HDB resale flat, do your homework, stay calm, and good luck. And that's a wrap for this edition of Property BT. Do join us for the next episode where we look at whether rents and capital values of office buildings here are frothy. Prime office buildings in the city centre enjoyed good growth in rentals in 2022. Can the office leasing market stay strong despite a weaker economy? We look at what locational and building attributes draw tenants. Yields on office buildings are still low. Should capital values come down and yields expand to reflect higher interest rates? See if Singapore's office buildings are good investments. I'm Leslie Yee. Thank you for listening and happy property hunting. That was a podcast from the Business Times. Send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. Find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast or via the Google Voice Assistant Amazon-enabled devices. For more podcasts by The Straits Times, The Business Times, and Money FM 89.3 you can also download the audio by SPH app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. This podcast is meant to provide general information only. SPH Media accepts no liability for loss arising from any reliance on the podcast or use of third parties' products and services. Please consult professional advisors for independent advice.